This is Dubai Eye 103.8. Startups and side hustles on Starting Up. And a warm welcome in the studio to Victoria Lambrianidi, who um, has joined us to talk about your rebranding as a person. So, um, Victoria, can we start off by hearing a little bit about you? So you moved from a corporate world to set up your own company. So um, first of all, tell us about the company you have today. Thank you, Natalie. Thanks for having me. Um, My pleasure. So, yes, I was uh, in the corporate world for a while uh, in 2012, I've joined that and uh, the company here in Dubai, and I left in 2016 to start my first business, um, which I will get back to later. So the business that I'm having now, it's a coaching business. Uh, I coach entrepreneurs of small and medium-sized corporate or organizations that want to basically find fulfillment in anything they do. Uh, in life. So um, I I had to completely rebrand myself from being a person who's working with governments on various projects in emerging markets to um, basically becoming uh, in self-development field. Okay, so you're kind of a coach for the people who are at the top of their game, but perhaps are looking for a little bit more out of their life, a little bit more of meaning, a little bit more purpose and a little bit more direction. Absolutely. So these are people who uh, are self-made and they've mainly were working all their lives and never had a chance to really get to know their own values. They don't know anything about the limiting beliefs that don't allow them to grow further or um, as individuals or as businesses. And uh, my role there is to come in and help them basically go on a date with themselves, with their real (laughs) selves, and then um, create a plan where they can actually focus and prioritize because with the amount of work and worries that I have on a daily basis it's really difficult to identify their real priorities and when you encourage them to seek sort of more fulfillment what kinds of things are we talking about here what kind of tangible things um do we mean is it sort of maybe doing something different in their spare time is it giving back or you know what kinds of things are we talking about here so I believe it's difficult different difficult to say because it's different for each of um of my clients and they decide that um all of us are masters of our own lives, so nobody can really tell you what you should work on. So what happens a lot uh, nowadays is you have all these training courses where you come in and they tell you, okay, this is what you have to do. We're here, we just work from the perspective of where you actually uh, act as a master of your, um, of your life with the help of me, a coach. Um, and then we identify that through the processes that I offer. Okay. And one of the things I was quite keen to find out is you mentioned, you know, this is the second company you had and you've kind of changed a couple of times. You worked in a corporate environment. So what was the first business you decided to set up and what was the sort of what was your reasons behind that? Um, So I was uh, with the company here in Dubai that um, gave me a lot of um, opportunities and I've learned a lot about emerging markets with them in the region of Africa because I was working in emerging markets before Um, and then I saw the opportunity to do it by myself that's when I decided that uh, I've always wanted to work for myself and sort of I've had that inspiration I never saw myself of uh, working in the corporation and becoming a CEO never I've always wanted to be a self-made woman so the chance came to me when uh, one of the contracts in one of the African countries um, um, approached you approached directly. Me, yes, yeah. and then I just decided to leave. Um, so it was pretty easy. 
So I guess you had your first client when you decided to take that leap. So you knew, okay, I've got somewhere to start. But it's it's daunting. So you go from working in a corporate environment to suddenly having your own business. And the buck stops with you and making the money starts with you and ends with you. So what was that like for you? Um, I knew that I'm going to be secure for some time. So that gave me, obviously, uh, a little bit of security. And then I could create more. Then I started thinking, okay, what else I can add what else I can develop and it was great uh, money wise but it was not great mentally because I had no control over anything within that business structure so that's how I started thinking of uh, switching to something different uh, which was again a big step because uh, again I'm positioned as one person in my Mm. circles and that's how the business is running it's all based on relationships and um, track record I would say and then, yeah, that, that's when I decided to take some time off and I went through many different courses from Harvard to, to Tony Robbins to uh, uh, everything else to get to the point where I am today. So, And Victoria, I mean, taking that leap of faith, that's, uh, it's, it's very inspiring, but it's also at times can be daunting and scary, like that Natalie said. Um, and you've always known that you wanted to work for yourself uh, as a self-made woman or entrepreneur. Do you have any advice, maybe to your older, like your younger self and, and you know, entrepreneurs out there taking that leap of faith from corporate to um, working for themselves? Do you, do you have any advice that you'd like to give out maybe? hundred percent. So the main thing I would say is focus. Focus. Choose one thing and focus. And business, I would say, is not about your passion. Business can be about the purpose. So if you choose your purpose and you stick to it and you just kill it till the end, until you exhaust all your resources and all your ideas, you should not move to another one. Otherwise, you'll keep on. I wasted a lot of time from trying little things within that big thing that I've started. Mm. And maybe that's why I didn't continue. If I was um, focusing on only one thing, I would have probably still done that business and maybe do something else on the side. So that's important. And how did you go about personally rebranding Victoria? Because lots of people would have known you as the the previous iteration of your business and what you did working for a company was kind of in a similar field. So to suddenly rebrand and to say, look, I'm transforming from working in emerging markets, having these contracts with government organizations to saying, look, I want to help people on a really personal level. How, how did you go about that rebrand in yourself? That was tough, uh, but it wasn't at the same time because I was the change myself. So I was that person who um, was sort of having everything and nothing at the same time. And I realized how easy it is to get there. So I thought um, that I will just be that change. And that was a part of my rebranding strategy. Mm. So I just have to show that this is me and I've done it. So you can as well. Um, Of course, from social media and the team around me that I've created to slowly rebuild it and uh, reposition myself. Uh, It's, yeah, but the the main thing and and major mistake that all the smaller companies do is when they rebrand, they actually focus on themselves, what they like, rather than on what the clients need. Uh, So I've, in the beginning, I was making that mistake, but again, with the team around me, uh, team, I mean, um, marketing, mentors, coaches, who helped me to realize that I need to actually study pain points of my clients. And then that allowed me to work backwards in order to actually position myself in the right way. So people perceive me the way I want them to perceive me. 
And do you think more of us now, particularly the kind of clients you're working with, people who've reached the you know pinnacle of their careers, do you think a lot of us are thinking about ourselves as brands now? Yes, uh, and it's also n- not ideal to me because um, I am a brand of my own company at the moment. Uh, my aspirations are different in the future where I would go further from position my name as a company and then uh, creating a different brand for it. But uh, it's true, it happens a lot nowadays. And I think it's a problem as well, because once your business is big enough to leave it and for you to go and enjoy your life, uh, you can't really because you are the business. Yeah, you are the brand. I guess the the idea is create a company that you can walk away from. And that's, you know, one of the dreams for many entrepreneurs. Mm. Yeah, I think I think setting up a business these days, you always want to almost have an exit strategy and an exit plan from the beginning or very early on days. And that's what we consult a lot of our clients about as well is to build it up to a point where you can actually once it's successful, walk away. So it's very important. 100%. And what's kind of next for you, Victoria? What What's kind of in the pipeline? So exciting times. Uh, <laughs> well, people the, can't see you. you see. Yeah. We can see you. Sarah and I can see you. <laughs> One of your big projects is, is ongoing. <laughs> yeah, it is ongoing. <laughs> it's coming soon. But uh, the bigger one is the corporate world. Um, corporate world of my clients, actually. So my strategy is to... Uh, to basically help the companies of my existing clients, entrepreneurs, to be better and to implement coaching culture within organizations because I believe in it so much and it's just just an amazing culture to have in any organization, be it a hospital or a private, I don't know, consultancy firm where you empower your uh, staff through actually asking them questions and letting them making choices for themselves but at the end you're still getting your results and you're still getting what you want uh, from them but you're not telling them so it's more of empowered environment where people get empowered and uh, the performance increases and everything but it takes time so you have to start with leaders and then uh, executives and then slowly have uh, some courses for the staff for the rest of the staff of the organization so that's my plan to create those um, individual programs for them. And how hard a job do you think it's going to be convincing some of the big organizations here that they should spend more money in investing in their staff? <laughs> do you know what? It's not investment. There are companies who will believe in it and there are companies who will not, or the leaders. It all comes from there. So that's why if I focus on my clients, existing clients who already saw the change in their lives um, with coaching with me within three, six months, um, then they, it, it will be easier for me to enter the organizations and then the more success stories I'll build, obviously, the easier it's going to be to penetrate the rest of the market, I believe. That's all we've got time for. Um, best of luck with <laughs> the big so project much. inside your tummy. Um, <laughs> hope all goes well. And <laughs> best of you. luck with your business. Victoria Lambria-Needy is an executive coach and entrepreneur. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you. Thank you. This is Dubai Eye 103.8.